Hey friend, thanks so much for meeting me here at Frothy Monkey in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. It's a great place to get a good cup of joe and share together in some good conversation. Anyway, be looking at the menu. I know you're new here. Decide what you want. Text it to me. I'm going to go ahead and get in line and place our order. Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, always advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, friend, thanks for tuning in again. This is episode 104, part B of episode 103. So it's actually 103 part B, but you can't number things like that in the podcast world. So it's episode 104, but let's pick up where we left off last time. Uh, So anyway, on with the message. Today's topic is the Lord takes pleasure in his people, Psalm 149.4. This is episode 103, and the encouragement is to embrace big love. And the byline or the the subtitle is strong medicine for brain clutches that ail you. Do you know what I'm talking about when I use the term brain clutch? It's the term I use to describe something that has happened to you in the past that just clutches your brain, that just grabs a hold of your thinking, that embeds itself into your psyche, into your past, into your memory. And as much as you want to let it go, as much as you try to let it go, at times it just seems to come flooding in. And it it seeks to take you down. It seeks to uh, distract uh, your thinking. And uh, I hope you can hear me because, man, that's really coming in loud on my headphones. But... uh, Evidently, my buddy Earl next door may have gotten his mower out as well. But anyway, if you'll pay attention, I'm going to keep on. Um, but these are natural sound effects. I'm not popping these in. But anyway, but brain clutches, we all have them. Uh, I know dear friends who suffer severely from brain clutches, things that have grabbed a hold of their minds and uh, are next to impossible to get out. And uh, so you have them. That does not mean you are inferior or that you are weak or that you are um, second class. It means you're human. And, you know, the big question is, what do we do about these things that clutch our brains, that like worms drill into our thinking and come up at the most inopportune times? Uh, It's because of the fallenness of man and man's treatment, ill treatment of each other. But I tell you, there's a solution for it. I want to share with you a story that occurred to me when I was about 19. I know I was around 19 because my wife and I got married right before my 21st birthday, and uh, it was long before that. So it was around the age of 19. I got into an argument with my mother. I was still living at home, going to college, dating my soon-to-be wife. But the argument was not a regular occurrence, but it was one of those young adult disputes with a parent. My grandmother was staying with us at the time because of fatigue, caused from battling multiple myeloma, which is a terrible form of cancer. She was still highly functional, but uh, from the cancer treatments and such, she was weakened. So she was staying with us for a time. In the middle of the argument, my grandmother proceeded to involve herself in the argument. As she continued to gang up on me with my mom, I turned around and told my grandmother to shut up, that this was none of your business. This dispute is between me and my mother. My grandmother shut up, and she stayed shut up. My dispute with my mother was none of her business, but in the heat of the argument, the sense of a pylon really got to me, and I overreacted. The best thing I could have done was to ignore my grandmother, but I didn't. I let her, as we say in Texas, I let her chiming in get to me. That was the only adverse 
course of words that I ever had with my grandmother, ever. But it was really my last words with her. From that point on, she cut me off like a bad song on the radio. It was sad, it was infantile and uncalled for, but she never relented from her snub of me. Finally, one night as I helped her get in the car, I asked her to forgive me that surely she could see what I did was in the heat of the moment and that I did not mean to really disrespect her, and I really didn't. She looked at me and said nothing. She just stared at me. There may have been a few words out of her mouth, but I remember nothing. There may have been some mumbling, but no forgiveness or restoration to relationship as her grandson. She went to her grave with total unforgiveness to me for that one time I talked harsh to her. What a sad memory. These types of life events can really dig into our brains, and they don't easily come out. Friend, I want to ask you, and I think the answer, you're going to say yes to something of this, but do you ever suffer from feelings of aloneness, abandonment, betrayal, insignificance, unappreciation, abuse by your friends, abuse from family members, abuse from work associates, or abuse from a wicked boss or a mean boss or a self-centered narcissistic boss? To stay in those feelings very long can lead to depression and a derailment of a happy life. The best way to come out of that sadness is to embrace the big love of Jesus Christ. Jesus' love for you is massive and it's all-encompassing. If you have given your heart to Jesus and claim him as your Lord and Savior, there's no part of your interests which he does not consider, and there's nothing which concerns your welfare which is not important to him. Not merely does he think of you, believer, as an immortal being, but as a mortal being too. In other words, he doesn't just think of you as someone that he saves and has saved, perhaps, but he also thinks about you in your mortality, in your humanness. Do not deny it or doubt it. In Luke chapter 12, verse 7, Jesus tells his disciples that the very hairs of your head are all counted. Psalm 37, verse 23 reminds us, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. It would be a sad thing for you if this blanket of Jesus' love didn't cover all your concerns. To think about what harm might be worked against you in that part of your business, which did not come under your gracious Lord's inspection. Believer, rest assured that the heart of Jesus cares about your humble affairs. The extent of his love is such that you may turn to him in all matters, for in all your afflictions he is afflicted, and like an outstanding earthly father who has compassion for his children, so does he have compassion for you. The humblest of interest of all of his saints are all carried on the broad shoulders of the Son of God. As the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in Ephesians 3 verses 14 through 19, he said, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with all power in the inner man through his spirit, and that the Messiah may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know the Messiah's love that surpasses knowledge, so you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Friend, I encourage you, take some time at the end of this podcast to think about what his love has brought you. It's brought you justification. He has declared you righteous on the basis of Christ's atoning ministry. It's brought you adoption. 
God has adopted you into Jesus' kingdom family. It's brought you sanctification. That means your entire being, your body, soul, and spirit are being made clean so that you can enter into the presence of the Holy God and inherit eternal life in heaven. Wow, friend, think about the vastness of the love of Christ. Jesus' demonstration of his massive love for you deserves your whole and undivided heart. Friend, you can know peace and a restful mind, regardless of your circumstances, because you are a beloved child, watched over, cared for, supplied, and defended by your Lord. Friend, I encourage you that every time a hurt or heartache, past or present, seeks to dig into your brain and grab hold of your thoughts, turn at once to Jesus and think about his amazing love for you. Your smartphone can be a helpful tool in this area. When you feel your mind being clutched by these sad memories of the past, open up a Bible app and read the Bible verses that talk about the vastness of God's love. It will be medicine for your soul, and you will go from a nosedive into depression into a soaring sense of peace, acceptance, and wellness wrapped in the love of God. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.